In Parshas Nasei, it speaks about the census, the counting of the Levim from the ages of 30 to 50. At the end of the counting, it says, Anybody who came to do the work of the work and the work of the carrying. So Rashi explains what's the work of the work. This refers to the song or the music with symbols and harps, which is a work for a work. In other words, it's a work, it's an Avaida that's done during the Avaida of the Karbanas. The questions we have on this part of Rashi is, number one, why does Rashi mention specific instruments? If he mentions instruments, why does he mention these two? And why does Rashi not mention song? Why only musical instruments? And if you're going to say that the reason he mentions these two instruments is because of the, they are categories, the mitzaltayim is percussion instruments and kinetis is string instruments, the question is why does Rashi not mention nevalim, which is uh, wind instruments? The next question we have is on the Pasuk directly. Why does the Pasuk feel the need over here to talk about the music of the Levium if, number one, the music was not mentioned yet in the Torah until next week's Parsha, Parsha's Bala Ischa. And number two, why mention music and not any of the other Avedis of the Levim that are not mentioned here? Then now she says, Vavedis Masa, and he explains what is the work of carrying. It means literally the work of carrying. It doesn't mean the work for the carrying, but it means the work of carrying. So the question is, what does it mean the work for carrying? What is Rashi trying to exclude by telling us that it means kimashmoi, it means literally. And if you're going to say that it means to, to exclude the loading of the wagons, then the question would be, why should the loading of the wagons be excluded? Why should Avedas Masa not include the loading of the wagons? So those are our questions on these two Rashis. In order to explain the answers, we have to first introduce another Rashi from the beginning of the Parsha, where it says, Nasi Yasreish B'Negershin Gamheim, Count the, children, the, the heads of the family of Gershon, also them. So Rashi says, just like I commanded you with regards to Bnei Kahas, how many there are that are fit, are qualified for the work, also do the same thing for Bnei Gershon. So the question is, what is Rashi trying to tell us? We already know from Bnei Kahas that you have to count from 30 to 50 to know who is capable of carrying things. So the Maral explains that Gamhe means to say that also Bnei Gershon are included in the Nasi Yisraish. That just like by Kahas there was a Nasi Yisraish, there was a special elite status, Bnei Gershon is also included in this elite status. So the question is, in that case, why did it say Gamheim? Why, why do they seem to be secondary to Bnei Kahas? Why aren't they equal with Bnei Kahas? And the question is even stronger, why by Merari, which was also counted from the ages 30 to 50, does it not say Nasi Yisraish at all? Now we might have suggested that the difference between Gershon and Kahas and Merari is in what they were carrying. That Kahas was carrying the holiest items, the, the Klei HaMikdash, the Ore and the Shulchan, the Menorah, the, the Mizbeches, etc. And therefore they were on the highest level, therefore they're, not, they're the real Nasi Yisraish. Then, B'nai Gershon, they carried the Yeriyas, the coverings, which were actually visible in the Kedesh HaKadoshim, and therefore they are considered secondary, Kamheim, but they also get a Nasi Yisraish. But B'nai Merari, which there was no, uh, uh, nothing that was inside, they didn't carry anything that was in the Kedesh HaKadoshim, it doesn't say Nasi Yisraish. And this would actually be consistent with the Rashi in Baal Eishcha, which says, that there were three different uh, tenufais when Aaron lifted them. They lifted them three times because they were on three different levels. But, first of all, this, these three different levels are only explained in Baal Eishcha. 
More importantly, Rashi does not seem to imply anywhere that this has to do with the holiness of what they were carrying. It seems to imply that it was about the physical fitness of being able to carry. So it's about, it's not about what they were carrying, it's about them themselves, implying that Nasa Yisraish is dependent on physical fitness. So in that case, the question remains, what's the difference between Kahas and Gershon and Merori? And therefore, we must come to the following conclusion, and that were, that were there were two categories in this, in this census. One is Nasa Yisraish, which is primarily by Kahas and secondarily by 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 Gershon, and number two is the count that was by all the Levim equally from thirty to fifty. That is about those who are doing the work without going into um, Nasi Yisrael. This is without Nasi Yisrael. What does that mean? What are these two uh, uh, categories? So Nasi Yisrael refers to those people that are that are in the elite status because they are qualified for carrying. The, the Mishkan when it had, when they had to travel. Now, by B'nai Kahas, it only mentions Masa. It only mentions carrying because they carried everything on their shoulders. So therefore, they did the full-fledged carrying and therefore, they are on the highest level of Nasa Yisraish. By B'nai Gershin, it says La'avoid Ula Masa. Some of it was called work, some of it was called carrying. Because the B'nai Gershin, they did some uh, carrying, transporting by wagon and some on their shoulders. So therefore, the Pasik says, Avoida and Masa. And therefore, they get the Nasa Yisroish because they're carrying, but they don't get the whole Nasa Yisroish. They don't, but, but, but it's not as same as Kvinekaos because some of it was being carried by, uh, wagon. I mean, it already doesn't say the, even the word Avoidas. It says Mishmeres Masam, which means they're responsible for the transportation. But because they didn't carry it on their shoulders, they carried it in the wagon, the wagons, therefore, it's not considered Avoidas Masa, and therefore, you can't give it a Nesiyas Reish. It doesn't say Nasiyas Reish. Now, nevertheless, B'nai Merari is still counted from 30 to 50 because there are certain instances in which they did carry some of the things on the shoulders. And this is why when Rashi says Kimashmo'i, that Avodas Masa means Kimashmo'i, he's excluding the, the kind of work that Merari did, which was supervision and responsibility to make sure that it gets done by, by the wagons. And Rashi is saying that when it comes to Ben Shleishim, it's not about making sure that it gets done, it's about those things that are actually carried on the shoulders. And that's why Rashi has to say Kimashmoi that Avaidas Masa refers to the Avaidah of actually carrying on the shoulders. Now, if you're going to ask, B'nai Gershon also had wagons. Why are they any better than B'nai Merari? B'nai Merari was carried on wagons and also a little bit on their shoulders. And B'nai Gershon also used wagons. So the difference is, is like this. L'cha'ira, one approach, is that B'nai Gershon, when they came to 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 dismantle the Beisamikdah, the Mishkan, they uh, they couldn't approach the Mishkan all the way because the Amudei HaChatzer, the pillars of the Chatzer were still standing, which Menari hasn't come yet to take down. And therefore they couldn't bring their wagons all the way till the Mishkan. And therefore they had to carry the Yiriyos, they had to carry the coverings of the Mishkan for all the way from the Mishkan till where the wagons were parked outside of the Chatzer, outside of the courtyard. And therefore there was more carrying of the uh, by, by the Bnei Gershon, and therefore they get called Avodas Masa, and therefore they get a Nasi Yisraish. 
By Merari, they were able to bring their wagons all the way, so there was no carrying at all. They just lifted the stuff straight into the wagons, and therefore, it's not called Avaidas Masa, and it's not called Nasiyas Reish. And if you're going to say that seemingly in Parashas Pekude, it implies that the Chatzar went up last, and therefore it came down first, and B'nai Gershon would be able to approach with the wagons. Nevertheless, there's still an extra exertion by the B'nai Gershon because they had to uh, lift up the coverings as well as the curtains of the Chatzar. Once the Krashim, the panels of the Mishkan and the Amudeya Chatzar, the poles were already standing, which means climbing up and connecting it, which is a lot, a lot of work. And therefore it's called Avaidas Masa. Either way, B'nai Gershon worked much harder than in, 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 with much more physical exertion than Benrari. And that's why they get called Avaidas Masa. Now we go back to the music. Now we understand why Rashi specifies the Metzaltayim Vichinayus. Because... Why does it mention over here la'avoid? Why does it mention la'avoid uh, ulamasa? Uh, What's the work that we're talking about? We, we may say that it's talking about loading the wagons, which also needs physical strength. But then at the end, in the beginning, it says la'avoid ulamasa. In the end, which is the passage that we're talking about, where it says la'avoid, avoid as avoid, then it's, it's talking about, um, um, it can be talking about. Um, the, the carrying is talking about shear. So the question becomes, what kind of music would be applicable only to people of age that are physically fit? And therefore, Rashi says, and excludes Nevalim, because um, cymbals and harps or, or string instruments, you, you, you use your hands for it. It's a physical uh, uh, um, work, and therefore it takes more physical exertion. Uh, but by the navel, which is a wind instrument, and certainly song, does not take as much exertion. And therefore Rashi says uh, 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 these, two, these two types of instruments, because they are the types of instruments that take um, extra exertion. And therefore they are similar to the masa, which was also unique to the, to the Levium ages 30 to 50. Now we know why it says Avoidas avoida at the end. The Pesach wants to clarify to us that the only things that were limited by age were the, um, the actual carrying and the music with these specific instruments, but not the other avoidas of a levy, such as loading and unloading, uh, uh, erecting and dismantling, as well as other kind of music, all that the Levim were able to do after the age of 50 as well. And this actually has a halachic ramification, that according to this, even in the Beis HaMikdash, even after the Midbar, um, Shanim, years, age, would be a disqualification with regards to a levy when it comes to uh, things of physical exertion, including the music that was played on the cymbals and on the harps. Now we go to Yeno Shaltera, the Chassidus and the Parsha. The Altareb explains that Nasa Yasreish refers to the journey of the Neshama. The Neshama journeys in a way of bligvul, in a way of no limitations. And the Alter Rebbe says, the Bnei Kasa, Bnei Gershon, are two different manners in this journey. And see in Lukototera for more uh, details. And Bnei Merari is called Oimdim, like the Krashim that were Oimdim. And therefore, they don't get an Asiyah search because they're not part of the journey. They are static. So the question is, the whole Nasiyah, the whole journey in the Midbar is, 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 is a journey. So how does Bnei Merari 
not get a Nasir Reish. How do you say that they weren't part of the journey? But now we can understand that when we talk about the journey of Bligvul, the journey of the Neshama, there's three, there's three steps, three stages. Stage number one is when you get the Nefesh Abamis on board, that it should have Avatah Hashem. Since the Shadish of the Nefesh Abamis is from a very high level from the world of Toyu, and therefore it has a lot, a lot of energy, the Ava can, can become a Bligvul, an a, a, a unlimited Ava. The second level is when you bring the Nefesh Elikis on board, that each should have an Avatah Hashem on the same level as the Nefesh Abamis. Like the Pasuk says, narut, So we, in the plural, will run after you. Because the Nefesh Elikis is also in the same state of Ligvul. And the third level is when the Nefesh Elikis rises above the Nefesh Abamis and goes back to its original source, which is hinted in the Pasuk, the king has brought me into his inner chamber, me in the single, because it's referring to the Nefesh Elikis without the Nefesh Abamis. So if we apply this now to Bnei Merari and Gershon and Kahas, Merari was Mishmeras Masaom. They were in charge of the transportation, but the actual carrying was on the wagons. Which this represents, the, the, nefesh, the, the wagons represent the Nefesh Abamis, Olam Haza. So the Bnei Merari accomplished that the Nefesh Abamis should begin the journey, but the Nefesh Elikis is not yet aboard this journey. Bnei Gershon, Acharecha Narutza, they carried on their shoulders and with the wagons. This represents the Nefesh Abamis and the Nefesh Elikis. And Bnei Kahas, they didn't use wagons at all. This represents the Nefesh Elikis, which rises above the Nefesh Abamis and goes on its own journey. Heviani Hamelach Hadarov, when the Nefesh Elikis goes into the inner chambers of the king. And therefore, their main thing that they carried was the Arin, which the Arin represents Teira, which according to Hasidus, Shavuos, is the stage of Aviyani HaMelech Adarov, and as well as when we learn Teira, we, we, we are able to rise above the, the things that we do when we are involved with Elam Haza, and therefore Bnei Kaas is the highest level of Nasai Esroish.